Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 170. This week's message is, The Lord is my shepherd. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you for joining me for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. Uh, this week, I pray that, you know, things are going well with everyone as we're continuing to flow in the opening of this day. We're around, you know, around that time where everybody's pretty much up and going, uh, then I'm set forth to doing what they're doing or either they're, they're, in the, they're in the midst of getting ready to go out and do what it is that they need to do. Uh, some of us are early risers out to go and some of us are you know, a late risers, mid risers, uh, wherever you may be and you fit in there. But, you know, today I pray is a wonderful and joyful day for everyone. Uh, and as I'm before you today, another week, another opportunity to bring forth another encouraging message from the words of God. Now, let me just think about that for a second. And as I'm thinking about this, let me... Let me just usher you into this thought. The Bible is a guide, as you would say. It's an instructional word that helps us to be able to live out our daily lives as Christians in this worldly society. Now, some of us are believers and some of us are not believers. Some of us, you know, no matter on what percentage level or what level we, 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 we desire or decide to be believing or be believers, that's where we are. And some of us elevate and some of us don't elevate. Now, let's think about that word elevate for a minute. Now, there's a lot of ways and there's a lot of things that that word elevate could fit into and is associated with. Because we all, at some point in our lives, no matter what it may be, we are elevating ourselves to a better level. At least I hope that's what you're doing. You see, through the course of life, as we live out day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, we are elevated from one point to another. Now, true, there are some of us who are stagnant. You know, uh, stagnant more than what we should be. Stagnant more than what our Heavenly Father, our God, would desire us to be. Because, see, we are created for a purpose, for a reason. And no, that reason is not to get, you know, to sit back and, 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 and you know, chill out and, and throw back drinks all day long. Or to go to football games or basketball games or to go party, you know, every weekend or every day for that matter. None of those things. But our purpose is for the furtherance of God's kingdom. And how do we do that, my brothers and sisters? Well, by passing on the blessfulness of the gospel of Christ, the word of God, our Heavenly Father. They're encouraging news 
the motivating news, the refueling strength of Christ, the knowledgeable wisdom of that of thy heavenly Father, our God. See, when we take the opportunity to go ahead and embrace the gift that has been bestowed upon us, and we take the opportunity to learn what is the gift that's been bestowed upon us. And as we learn about this gift, we're embracing this gift. We learn that we have a power. We learn that we have a strength that allows us to be able to use the gift bestowed upon us. And to walk in complete authority of that gift. And in doing that. We're fulfilling our purpose. We're carrying out an assignment that's been charged on us, commanded of our spirit daily to carry out. Now, yes, we have free will. And I talked about this, uh, you know, in, in, in another episode, you know, a little while back. Yes, we have free will. God has given us free will. And the free will granted upon us is so that no one can say I've been coerced. I've been forced. I've been made. I've been, you know, no. While there are commandments put forth, guidelines, whatever you want to call them, you still have free will. And see, God says, I put before you this day freedom. He put these things before you. He hopes that you would choose to be free. To be whole, to be saved, to be righteous versus being in slavery, to be condemned, to eternal hell. <laughs> you know, you put these two choices before you. You can serve me or you can serve hell. You can be in hell, you can be in heaven. I mean, however you want to sum it up, however you want to put the, the versus this versus that. You know, however you want to display that choice and say, oh, well, he gave us a choice. He gave us a choice between this. He gave us a choice between that. However you want to say it, the bottom line, my brothers and sisters, the bottom line, and, and this is me paraphrasing it, you know, paraphrasing it, but the bottom line is this. We can accept our Heavenly Father as our, as our God, our sovereign God, or we can choose to follow behind Satan. Now, that's not saying it's easy. Not saying it's going to be easy. And Christ even said that it's not going to be easy. But he has told us to take heart, to not be dismayed, for he has already conquered the world. So, our, our purpose as people of God, our purpose as children of God, our purpose is to further God's kingdom, to spread the good news. That is our purpose as disciples of Christ, to spread the good news of Christ, to spread the gospel, okay, so that everyone will have the opportunity to be saved. Everyone will have the opportunity to, be, to know that they have been cleansed, they have been freed from that of slavery and from the sins of slavery, okay? So that is our purpose. And with that purpose, we've been bestowed a gift. And that gift is to help us to carry out and be fulfilling in that of our purpose. As well as to complete the assignment for God's kingdom. Okay. 
Now, with the completion of that of God's king, you know, completion of that of our assignment for God's kingdom, we fulfill our purpose. Okay, pay attention to the order of that now. With the completeness of fulfilling our assignment, we complete our purpose. Now, I know some of you hear that and you say, well, but Brother Tim, how can we finish our assignment when if we if 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 we're recalling to ministry and we're 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 conducting ministry, aren't we conducting ministry all our lives? So therefore our our, our assignment is fulfilled through that of our lives. It's 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 to the day that we, we, we pass on, the day that we we, we, we we die. That is true, but then you have completed your your, your assignment. Thus fulfilled your purpose okay so enough of that part there let's move on to something else here let's 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 get our minds set on something else now that i want you to focus in on with me here we are receiveth of guidance daily and some of us are not even aware of this but when we do the devotionals every day when we take time in devotion every day when we take time to meditate when we take time to pray we're, we're, we're receiving of instruction. We're receiving of guidance. Now more than ever, my brothers and sisters, it is important, it is imperative that we do take the time to pray. And I know that some of us, we're not good on that. You know, we'll, we'll say a few words over dinner, over lunch, or whatever. We'll say a few words of our day starting out. But we're not really strong at prayer. You know, we, 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 especially when it get, you know, we have to get up and pray before others. You know, the man or woman God may say, you know what, well, you know, sister, uh, uh, sister so-and-so, can you come in, uh, sister Johnson, sister, sister Marianne, sister Joseph, can you come forth and, um, you know, can you lead us out in prayer? And you're probably thinking, I'm I'm not going to say. I found the best thing to do, my brothers and sisters. This, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not no expert in this. God knows I'm not no expert. I'm not no expert. Everything that I share with you, I share with you from that of my life. From the things that I've had to, you know, to deal with, the things that I've gone through, the things that I'm going through. You know, what I'm undergoing in my life. I, that's what I share with you. That's what this podcast is. To bring forth encouragement unto you. To let you know and to remind you that even in the word it says that we are all suffering. Okay. But if I am finding encouragement in God's word. I want you to be able to find that same encouragement. Amen. I want you to be able to find that same encouragement. I want you to know that there is encouragement in God's word. And that you yourself can be encouraged. If I can be encouraged. Through that of the encouragement of God's word that's in God's word, so can you. I'm no better than you. You know, my situation is, you know, most likely no dire than yours. So why can you not be able to find encouragement? Why can you not be lifted up, edified, motivated, and strengthened and instilled with the knowledgeable wisdom of God? Why can you also not be the same? If I am. So what I found the best 
thing to do when it comes to when you are called, to, you know, to pray, you're called on to pray. I found what works for me now, what works for me. And I'm sharing this with you because it may work for you as well. Or you may be able to find something in what I'm saying to kind of like mold it and, you know, arrange it to where to help you. But what I find that helps for me is just to let myself go. You know, that doesn't mean get up and say, this, you know, the, the very first thing that comes to your mind, just go to rambling off. No, just release and just ask God to speak for you. Just ask God to speak for you. And allow what lays on your heart to be spoken for. And I'm telling you, when you do that, you'll be surprised on what you'll be able to say. You'll be surprised on what will come forth because most likely 9 out of 10, what you bring forth is what is needed at that moment. Now, you know, I get before you here, I get, you know, I get before you here in this, you know, before this microphone every week and I bring forth some words. But I don't take credit for it. Heck, I... At time, I don't take credit for none of the stuff that I bring for. And the reason I say that like that is because I feel, and I stand in faith, and I am a strong believer that when you are opening yourself up to God, He will speak for you. He will lay upon your heart the words that you need to speak, and you will speak them. Now, I have gone back and listened. I, yeah, I listened to the podcast. I do. I listen to the podcast. And also read over the daily devotionals that I do, you know, after they've been posted. You know, I may go back two weeks back, three weeks back. I may even go a year back. And I have come across devotionals. I have listened to podcasts. And I'll, I'll listen and I'll be like, wow. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, I'm not saying this and I'm not sharing this with you to toot my own horn or to lift me up or edify me up or none of that stuff. No. 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 I would not boast of myself. Because if I boast, I'm going to boast in that of the Lord. And that of my rewards, that of me being lifted up would be lifted up by that of the Lord, not by not by myself. Let others lift you up. Um. So, but my purpose on, on sharing that with you is that sometimes you just got to allow yourself to get out of the way. You know, you got you to gotta allow self to be taken out of the equation. Because sometimes the reason why things don't always work for you or sometimes why they may not work for you is because you got too much of self in the equation. Take self out of the equation. When you take self out of the equation, you, you you will be surprised on how much is accomplished in the way that it is accomplished. But as I was saying though, my brothers and sisters, it's not it's not about you all the time. You you have to allow what God has instilled in you to come forth. You got to allow what has been gifted unto you. To blossom. You can't sit and take on self and put self in the equation. But you got to allow, you, you, you have to allow 
the presence of God. You got to allow the spirit to work in you. Because that what he's bestowed upon you, he has bestowed a part of himself unto you. And if we keep holding that back, if we keep suppressing that, we're not going to become, we're not going to be, we're not going to develop into that of our full potential. Let's just put it that way. That's just like if you don't, if you, if you plant something, but if you don't plant this, if you, if you're planning to get a, a particular flower or you want a particular plant or a particular fruit tree or, you know, to grow, you have to know under what conditions to plant that, under what conditions to nourish it, how to nourish it, so that it, number one, can take root, and then two, it will grow, and three, be able to flourish. If you're not allowing yourself, <laughs> my God, if you're not allowing yourself to be planted right, good foundation, and first of all, the foundation is Christ. Jesus, that's the foundation. And then if you're not poured into, if you're not nourished by the right people, bringing forth the right word, bringing forth the right situations, and if you're not allowing all the goodness and the love and the kindness and, you know, that of Christ to be poured into your life, if you're constantly blocking all that, then you're not nourished. You're not under the right. You're not under the right guidance. You're not under the right situations. You're not allowing things to be poured into your life. So, and you you keep trying to subsidize what is needed for what you're trying to give. And it can't, you, you can't do it that way. Now, each and every day that comes, each and every day that go, there's troubles that come, there's troubles that are going to pass. And you and I know, just like anyone else, although some things may not hit us directly at home, they may affect us indirectly. And sometimes we can even say that, oh, they had... They have no effect on us at all. They didn't affect me at all. They didn't do anything, you know, against me, for me, whatever. But let me give you an example of something. When the war happened, halfway across the world, when Russia attacked Ukraine, that set forth a ripple effect. And we felt it here. How did we feel it? But well, we heard it. We seen what happened. But we also tangibly felt it. And we felt it how? The price of gas. Went up. Some would say it skyrocketed. Like. In a matter of a blink of an eye. It just boof. It happened. And some say oh you know no it didn't seem that way. It seemed like it kind of gradually went up. Well for some of us it seemed like it just shot up. But. Nonetheless either way it went up. And same thing can be said about food, about grain, about all these things that were needed from this country or from surrounding areas. Whether it be from Ukraine, whether it be from Russia, 
or any country in that region, it affected it. It affected the way that we conduct the business. It affected the way that we looked at each other and, 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 and greeted one another and we, we thought about one another. It, it affected it. Our principles, it affected it. Now, we have to allow ourselves to We have to allow ourselves to give in to the governing of the Spirit. And it's hard sometimes. And sometimes we think we're doing it, but we're not. You know, I, I, I can vouch for that myself. Because I'm reminded that, okay, hey, hold on, you know, you need to work on this area right here. You know, or you need to work on this area right here. You know, why? while, yes, you may have surrendered. But you got to keep continuously surrendering. Not allowing the flesh an opportunity to. To get back in or, or to do what it was doing. When you shut the devil out, you got to continue to keep shutting him out. Because he, he he's going to find a way. He's going to try to anyway. And he will slither in at any crack, crevice. Now we go into this week here. You know what? Of course, more things taking place around the world and things affecting us at home and things not happening the way that we desired it to happen, the way we thought it was going to happen, the way they said it was going to happen, and so on and so forth, and on and on and on and on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my brothers and sisters, what do we need to know in the midst of all this? What do we need to have an understanding of in the midst of all the chaos that has happened throughout the world and that is still happening right now and that will come forth all this uncertainty that has built up what do we as Christians the body of Christ need to know and to need to take hold of and keep in remembrance and revisit often well that's where this message here this week's message come in So we all know about Christ. We know about Jesus. We know about his journey. We know about his ministry. We know about his assignment. Although we may not know it in that way as an assignment. We may not know it as a ministry. You know, we know of his life. We know the things that he did. We know of, uh, of some of the miracles that he performed. We know. We know. We know. And how we came about knowing. And what we know and what we don't know. Well, do you know this? Do you know the Lord is our shepherd? Do you know that we shall not want for anything? Do you know that? Do you know we like nothing? Because he is our shepherd. Do you know that? Do you know he's willing to let 99... 
stand alone and go after one? Do you know he's willing to turn and go after one? That that one be not lost. Although he has 99 sitting there. The greater of them of the two. But because he desired and because the father desired that none shall perish. He will go after that one. He will search for that one. He will give his life for that one. Here's our shepherd. He is our shepherd. So, this week, today, I'm here to talk about the Lord, our shepherd. And my brothers and sisters, I tell you, you know, David, David to me, now that's not to say that there, there, there aren't others in the Bible that talked about David. This, I'm not to say that there's not others that, that showed themselves to be worthy, if you want to use those words, um, but David, David was a man out of God's heart. I mean, he was someone that, 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 that displeased the Lord. And yeah, David was not without his faults. David had some, you know, yeah, David had some shortcomings. You know, he, he, he slipped up. But what does the word say? We all. Fall short daily of the glory of God. Is that not what the word says? So we can't point the finger at David and say, oh, well, you know, he, he wasn't all that great. He did this, he did that. You know, he messed up, he slept. Oh, yeah, okay, he did. He murdered. Oh, okay, yes. But so we point the fingers now. You know, let me share this one thing with you. And I know you've probably have heard of this, this saying. For every finger you point at somebody, whenever you point your finger at someone, there's three to five or ten pointing back at you. So every time you point your finger at somebody, there's two, three, or four, or five pointing back at you. More, uh, even, or if, if not more. So in other words, it's saying, well, you, you know, you can't sit there and judge nobody. You can't sit there and talk negative about nobody. You can't sit there and talk down about somebody. Look at yourself first. The word even tells us, you know, hey, take the, you know, Take the plank, you know, take the, take the plank out your eye before you try to go sit there and take the plank out somebody else's eye. You know, before you try to do something, you know, you calling yourself trying to create or do whatever, you know, you need to check, you, 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 you need to check around your own front door first. You know, you need to check how you running yourself first. You know, I mean that. But encouragement, my brothers and sisters, is what we're seeking. 
We're seeking to be encouraged. And there's times we don't even realize that we need to be encouraged. You know, we sit and we think, well, you know, what is it needed? You know, why am I feeling this way? Oh, I don't know. And this. You need encouragement. What am I liking? You're liking encouragement. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm liking motivation. I don't have any motivation. You need encouragement. <laughs> motivation comes from encouragement. Encouragement is coming from the word of God. And we, we miss out on that because we look at the word of, you know, the word of God has been educational as far as like informing us. We look at the Word of God. We look at the Word of God as being guidance to us. We look at the Word of God as being threatening. We look at the Word of God as being a warning. We look at the Word of God as, as a lot of things, but we're not we're not looking at the Word of God as a source of encouragement. And and that's why when people when people hear Encouragement from God's word. They're like, wait a minute, hold on. I wasn't aware that it was encouragement in God's word. I wasn't aware that I could be encouraged by God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. There's this there's, there's abundance of encouragement in God's word. And some of us, we know this. Some of us are like, man, you, man, you just not peeping that out. Man, I've been vibing off the encouragement from God's word for, for a good minute now. Yeah, I knew I knew that 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 Christ was my my my, my shepherd. That he's not just my Lord and Savior. He's not just the light that shines in me, but he's my shepherd. Now, see, we wonder what shepherd means. Shepherd is someone that watches over, someone that protects, that nurtures, that feeds. Not just feed in, 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 in a tangible sense as in that food and water. But no, he nourishes you. He feeds into you. He guides you. He's there to sustain you, to make sure that you grow, that you have life abundantly. He is our shepherd. I don't think y'all really hear me, though. I really don't. But I'm going to share some scriptures here with you. I'm getting ready to go into the meat part of this message, the, 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 the hardness of this message. And I'm going to be sharing some scriptures with you. And as I share these scriptures with you, I don't have much to share with you this week, my brothers and sisters. I, I really don't have much uh, in the way of that of scripture, in the way of that of word. But in the little that I'm going to share with you in a minute, it is my hopes and in that of my sincere prayers that you will have a different perspective in your look and in your trust and in your faith in that of the Lord, Christ Jesus. Because we know that Jesus is the son of Mary. We know, we we know, we we know the whole history part, the whole the whole human history, the fleshly history. We know that, but do we know that He is the Son of God? 
We know that. You someone say, well, bro, I know. What? Man, I peeped that. I know he is. I, I know the history already. I, I, I know. Okay. So you know that history. You know who he the son of. You say, yeah, you know, Jesus, you know, he's our Lord and Savior. Freed us from slavery. Died on the cross. The third day he rose. He's the son of God. He sits by the right hand of God on the throne. With all powers and majesticness, you know, the earth was on his feet. We know that. And you say, okay, I know. But you see here, David. David touched on something. Because David said, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> Whoo, Jesus. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. And see, I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all now. Come on now. Let's, let's be honest with one another here. When we think of the word shepherd, we don't think about Jesus. We don't. I mean... If you had not read in the Bible in Psalms where it says, The Lord is my shepherd, and David goes on and on and on, therefore, da, da, da. If you had not read that, heard it, peeped it with your own self, you would have been still thinking that the word shepherd refers to someone that's out in a pastor overseeing sheep. Am I right? Okay. Well, look at it this way. We are sheep. In a spiritual sense. Okay. And the Lord is our shepherd. Amen. <laughs> my God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> now, see, all this is going to come together to you here in a minute. And all this is going to make sense. And I know sometimes I touch a little over here and I touch a little over there. But my brothers and sisters, if you hang tight with me, I, I, I tell you, I tell you, it's going to all come to center. It's going to all come to center. And you're going to get it. Okay. Now, we go through our lives day to day. We see what happens. We don't see what happens. We hear, we don't hear. We speak, we don't speak. We're dealing with so much. We're undergoing so many challenges and, you know, we, we, we have heartaches, we have, we have headaches, we have illnesses. And we, we, we mourn. Our flesh mourns, our spirit mourns. Our souls are put in jeopardy. But in all this, we're forgetting. We're forgetting that we're protected. We're forgetting that by the blood of Christ, we're marked. We're protected. And so, in that forgetting that, we're not speaking that coverance continuously over ourselves. We're not falling in, 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 in alignment and the guidance and up under the protection of that of the refuge of God. Because Christ, being our shepherd, is the refuge of God. And we're not, we're not conforming under, under that. We're not having an understanding of that. 
And so we go on our daily lives and we're like, oh, woe is me. And oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, I can't believe this is happening to me. And we panic. And we go flipping out and ready to just throw everything away. Because we're not understanding that we're protected. God's got us. And how does he have us? Through that of his son, Christ Jesus, who is our shepherd. You know, we go on and say, you know, the Lord is our salvation unto eternal life, into God's kingdom. But we forget, hold up, wait a minute. He's our shepherd. We, we, we're not thinking like that. And see, what does a shepherd do? The shepherd protects. Oh, God. See, all, you know, we, we, we look at the Lord as just being our guide and, and, and just being our way. He, 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 he is the path. He is the way. You know, he even said that I am the way. I am the life. No one shall come unto the Father unless they come to me. He is the way, but see, this is what we don't understand also. He is our protector. He is our nourisher. Oh, my God. We're not, we're, we're, we're just looking at, thank you, we're just looking at that. He is the way unto salvation. So we, 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 we think that, okay, I believe I receive the Lord Christ Jesus as my as, as my Lord and Savior, and He is the way unto salvation, unto that of eternal life, unto that of the Heavenly Father's kingdom. But we don't understand that He is more than that. And see, we get stuck right there. We get you know we don't think that He's going to be guiding us. He's going to be nourishing and pouring into us. He's going to be protecting us. See, we forget about all that part. And then I know some of you say, well, you know, he told the veil, so, you know, we can go straight to the Father. Yes. Yes, that's what the Word says. But see, that's why I'm sharing this with you, because, see, we forget that that does not take, just because he did that, and he allowed, that allowed us to do exactly what the Word said, go before the Father, boldly go before God, and petition our prayers directly to his throne room. Yes, he did that and allow us to do that. Yes, he did. But see, ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. David says, I am so wonderfully joyed. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing it. David does not say that exactly like that. But it's as if David says, I am so wonderfully joyed within that of my soul. My soul is well. Because I know the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I like nothing. I like. I want nothing. It's the same thing. I like nothing. I want nothing. That means I don't have a desire for anything. That means that there's nothing that I, I, I can't have. I don't have that the Lord will not give or has not given unto me. Who Jesus. <laughs> And why? Because the Lord is 
thy shepherd. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me I still got to go into opening prayer, so I don't want to go ahead of myself. But my brothers and my sisters, in your day-to-day -day walk, in your day-to-day -day lives, and that which is given unto you to do, in, in, in the course of completing your assignment for God's kingdom and in the process of fulfilling your life's purpose, do not forget that the Lord is your shepherd. So as you walk through the valley, <laughs> oh my God, and there's going to be some dark valleys now. That's in the word. You should not fear. At least you shouldn't. And see, I'm going to get into why you shouldn't in a minute. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But just remember, my brothers and sisters, the Lord is your shepherd. He's not just your path to salvation. He's not just your, your, your reinforcement, your warrior, your, you know, on the battlefield. He's not just that. Okay, that's part of being his, your shepherd, but man, my God, he's not just that light to salvation. The Lord is the one that is watching over you, that keeps you. He is the reason why you are free from the slavery of sin. But we, we have tunnel vision on that because we think that's it. We think that's it. We think that that is it. Okay, yo, so he, he, he the one who sacrificed himself on the cross, you know, freed us from slavery, from the sins of slavery, allowed us to be able to repent. He tore the veil, allowed us to go boldly before our uh, Heavenly Father. God, okay, uh, yeah. But there's more to it than that. <laughs> See, this plan of God is, is, is vast. As they say, there's so many intricate parts. Oh, Jesus. So many intimate phases. There's so much that we can't comprehend. There's no way. But God's plan did not stop with Jesus sacrificing himself on the cross. That was not it. Oh my God, let me go on. Let me go on. Blessed thee, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for blessings. Blessings that pour down from that of your kingdom. That shower upon that of your people. I thank you, Father God, that I just happen to be so blessed, Father God, that I am one of the recipients, oh Father God, of those blessings that shower down from your kingdom. Your heavenly kingdom. I thank you, Father God, that you see me worthy and I am honored, honored to be the messenger of that of your encouraging word. That your people may be motivated continuously, refueled by the strength of that of Christ, intimately, and have the strong, knowledgeable wisdom of that of you, thy sovereign God. Heavenly Father, I thank you for that which is an ability for us to do that has been granted unto us. I thank you for the gifts bestowed in the many 
talents that line the veil. Thank you, Jesus. The Heavenly Father, there are those who do not understand. There are those who, who, who have not been able to comprehend the intimacy of that of your son, what is associated unto that of their lives. The very protection that he offers, the very nourishment of not just that of knowledge, but love, kindness, and education and understanding unto us, and that of guidance, and the moments, the sweet moments of counseling, and how he so courageously, with that of the strength, blessed unto him, protects us. He fights for us. I pray today, my Heavenly Father, I pray today that my brothers and sisters will have that understanding. I pray today that they will be able to see through David's eyes from the words that he, that he drove forth in speaking when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want Jesus. And with those words, with, with, with this gathering of scriptures, Father God, I pray that your, your, your people, my, my brothers and sisters in Christ, will be able to perceive and, and have an understanding as they're receiving the joyfulness of knowing that the Lord is their shepherd and they shall not. That he's not just a pathway unto salvation. That he's just not so blessed. Blessed Lord that rose the one and only living God. That rose on the third day. We're not just celebrating Easter based on that. But there's much more beyond this celebration. There's much more to celebrate for. These are my words. This is the meditation of my heart. This is my prayer and petition unto that of your mighty throne room. May they be sweet unto your ears. May it bring joy unto your heart. May you honor my prayers and that your people will be blessed. This I speak in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, my brothers and sisters, David was quite a man with words. He was quite a poet. And some didn't think of him that way. Of course, 
during his times. A lot of them thought of him in other ways that were not so kind. But he was a man after God's own heart. The Lord was quite fond of David. Now, like I said earlier, David had his downfalls. You know, he had some he had some shortcomings. You know, we all do. Because the word says that we fall short daily of the glory of God. So we got our shortcomings. There's things that we have done that not exactly uplifting before God. You know? So, well, hey. But David was a man of the God's own heart. David. You know, and, and I, I, I think you will agree there are some, you know, everybody has their favorite part of the Bible. You know, there's a lot of people say, oh, you know, Peter. Peter was quite a man. Well, Paul, you know, Paul, he, he was a James. Oh, James. And that Timothy. And seeing, you know, some would probably think because my names happen to be Timothy and I was named after Timothy in the Bible. And, you know, some would think that, oh, you know, I'm quite fond of Timothy. That, you know, oh, that part of the Bible is just joyful unto me. Well, it is. But I favor David. I favor Psalms. Uh, but that's not the, the, the subject. That's not, you know, the, the, the basis of this podcast for this week. But, you know, just sharing a little something there with you. My point of all that is this. We all have our parts of the Bible. But my brothers and sisters, if you can sit and tell me that reading in Psalms does not capture your attention sometimes in a way to where you can really truly say, my God, man, those words. <laughs> man, David just, you know, uh, and, and you must read more in the Psalms. Finding out more about the Lord is our shepherd. Because, see, he says here, and I'm going to share with you the verses here in a little bit. But, you know, let me go back, because this is not much here. You know, I've given you a few scriptures. Like I said, it's going to be a little kind of short today. The Lord is my shepherd. He said, that's the first thing he says. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> now, I wonder, why, what, what made David say that? What, what, how did he come to that conclusion? That the Lord is my shepherd. Well, you know, if we think about it, think about what David was going through. Think about the fact that David was running for his life. He was fleeing. Because Saul was out to kill him. So, but David managed to find shelter, refuge. David was protected. So in all the things that were going on, and David, I'm sure he sat there to himself and, you know, as he sat there in that lonely, dark, cold, dreamt, whatever you want to call it, cave. 
I'm sure he had, a, you know, he had some time to think. He had some time to plunder on some things, as they say. And I know he was like, man, the Lord has really watched over me. The Lord truly has my back. Who else can I turn unto? Who else can I trust? What does my faith lie? What is the basis of my trust? The Lord, our God, is my, my shepherd. Now, although I cannot confirm that those were David's exact words, you know, I'm just paraphrasing, you know, just kind of, you know, in the moment of what might have been his words, you know, just imagining. But at the same time, look, come on, let's think about it. Is it possible he might have said something along that line or thought something like that? After seeing that he was on a run, seeing that his life has come within mere seconds, it just has been taken. But yet, once again, I have been saved. I've been spared. The Lord is my shepherd, David says. I like nothing. Now, I'm sure, okay, the Lord is my shepherd, so, you know, you think about everything that happened, da, 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 da. He says, I like nothing. So I'm pretty sure he's like, at this moment, I have been blessed with everything. And if I speaketh in request, humbly and meekly, it shall be granted unto me. I like nothing. Then he goes on, he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. <laughs> Everything is of heaven to me. God blesses me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the midst of goodness. I'm in the midst of paradise. I'm in the midst of heaven here on earth. And he says, he leads me beside quiet waters. Oh man, even he will make my enemies come to peace <laughs> in my presence. Come on, brother. So y'all better get this right here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. He says, he leads me beside quiet water. So that means that he will even bring your enemies to peace. That means that even in the midst of the chaos that they will try to bring into your life, he will allow you to walk in peace. He refreshes my soul. He uplifts me. He guarantees me. He brings to remembrance that he is my Lord and Savior. He guides me along the right paths. He will not let me stray. He will not lead me into damnation. He will not lead me into troubles, into hardship. If there be, he has me. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Because see, it's, it, oh, so that you will give him the praise. Even though I walk through dark valleys, and I see, did I not just say this? Now, yeah, he leads me and he, he will direct me down the right path. But if I shall have to go down a path that is otherwise safe, Otherwise not safe or otherwise, you know, whatever. 
What does the word say? It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not fear. He said, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I know that I am being protected by the mighty powers of that of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, my God. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, meaning that I can eat comfortably with no worries. In the presence of my enemies, and they shall not lay a finger on me. They shall not touch a string of my hair. <laughs> I am in sure other peace. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I am anointed. Now what does the word say about God's anointed? It says, touch not my anointed. My cup overflows. That means that I am overflowing with blessings. And the overflow is blessed unto those around me. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. I am blessed. And see, that's what a shepherd does. A shepherd blesses and he will keep you and bless you the remainder of your life. It says, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's part of a shepherd's duty. To bless you the whole entire journey of your life. Bless you. And feeding you and nourishing and pouring into you and protecting you and guiding you and counseling you. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is our shepherd. Mm, my God. You know, sometimes I have to, I have to, it, it, it takes this right here to remind me sometimes. Now, I will be honest with you. I'm going to be transparent because, you know, I, I try to be as much as I possibly can with you guys. Concerning that of my life's journey. Because after all, that's what this, this podcast is about. It's about bringing forth encouragement from the words of God and then sharing with you my experiences so that you can be encouraged through what it is you're going through. Because you may be going through something similar to what. I'm going through or have gone through. I need this right here. You feel what I'm saying? Today I needed this. Okay? I needed this remembrance that the Lord is more than just a, 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 a guiding path to salvation. That he's more than just a path to salvation. I needed just, you know, to know that he's more than just someone who has saved me from sin. I needed to know that he is there constantly, forever, and always shall be. That it wasn't his job just to say, okay, you know, hey, I did my part. Okay, cut and dry, I'm done. I'm out, deuce. No, I am here. I am your shepherd. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to watch over you I'm going to feed into you I'm going to nourish you I'm going to this, that, 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 that 
I got you. I'm tucking you in at night. I watch over you. You are on the wings of my refuge. My father, I had, he got you, girls, boys, men, women, brothers and sisters. Are you getting this? So, I needed this. I don't know about y'all, but I need this. You see what I'm saying? And, and yeah, you know, you read in Psalms and you say, wow. And you can pick this up. You know, you, you, you read in Psalms and say, well, you know, yeah, I've read about that. You know what David says, the Lord is my shepherd. But my brothers and sisters, so if you read about it, that means most likely you got it. You got it that Jesus was more than just someone who died on the cross. To free us from, you know, the slavery of sin. He was more than just that. He was meant to be not just our savior from sin, but our savior from everything. He was meant to be our guide. He was meant to be the one that pours into us, that nourishes us. That taught us, that, you know, that, that counseled, sat down and counseled with us. And then also he's our protector. We are truly, now see, the, there's a whole new meaning to the word marked by the blood of Christ. Everything that's entailed in him being our shepherd brings a whole new meaning to the words marked by the blood of Christ. And I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like, let, let, let me just take a moment and just slow down here. I'm not going to just sit here and make it seem like this is it. That, okay, do you get this? Okay, you got this. All right, let's move on. Because, see, I know that some of you out there, you're suffering. You're going through something that's horrifying to you right now. And it's, it's horrifying to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's horrifying to you. Now, to someone else, it may not be. Because what they're going through may be even more greater than what you're going through. It may be more devastating than what you're going through. Okay, to them. And then there's going to be someone else that can look back at both of y'all two and say, Well, man, that ain't nothing what y'all doing. Y'all need to see what I got going on. But my whole point of this is that two things. Everybody's going through something. Second thing, there's always someone that's going through even greater devastation than you. Always. It may not be the next person, you know, the person next to you. It may not even be the person next to them or the person next. It, but trust me when I say this. <laughs> there is someone out there that, that's got it worse off than you do. Now, that's not me belittling you what you got going on. That's not me talking down, you know, at you about what you got going on and saying that it's minute, that it ain't, you know, worth the time. No, I'm not saying that. That's not me saying that. That's not me trying to lift up somebody else's, you know, problem over yours or nothing like No, I'm making a point. I'm making a point. And the point is, is that we're all suffering. The word even says that we will. The, the, word, the word even says that there are others. The word tells you that. So I'm not telling you anything that is not in God's word. But what I want you to understand. 
what I am saying to you is this. You have not just a Lord, a king, a king among all kings, a Lord of lords, a savior, but you have a shepherd. And see, we can take that as a more personal We could take that as being more personal. Because a shepherd. A shepherd will sleep with a sheep. He will lay in the same place they lay. He will sleep with them overnight. To protect them. He will take up camp with them. To protect them. He will eat where they eat. To protect them. And he will go through some nights not hardly sleeping at all to protect them. He would bear the cold along with them. He would bear the heat along with them. He would set himself in the midst of the danger along before them. That's a shepherd. Now, I'm not saying the Lord will not do that. Because after all, Jesus is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. But to get you to get to get you to wrap your mind around what I'm trying to get you to understand, I say shepherd and I put that analogy to you that, hey, think of a shepherd over sheep. That's how personal Jesus gets with us. That's how personal he gets with us. That's how intimate he gets with us. OK, you down here in the dirt. I'm down here in the dirt with you. You treading through dangerous waters, I'm right here with you. You got the wolves at your back and you got people holding spears in front of you. Bro, I got you. I'm right here. I am your shield. Matter of fact, I shall lift you up way above that of your enemies and you shall look around about you and you will see that you are in the midst of them peacefully. Because I have set a table. Before that of thy enemies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Am I the only one getting this? Am I the only one overjoyed because of this? I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe I'm the only one that's... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one getting understanding. Maybe I'm the only one that's delighted. That's, that's, that's. Oh, Jesus. You see, you have to understand, man. See, when, when, and, 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 and I know y'all have gone through some things. Y'all dealt with some stuff. You've relied on some people and they've not been there for you. They bailed on you at the, at a time when you really needed them the most. Well, see, a shepherd does not bail. A shepherd is there to the end. To the very end. A shepherd is vetted in that of his flock. He's vetted in that means that he's there. He's invested. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He will sit in through the, through the end. Even if he ain't got but one sheep left, he will see to the end. <laughs> 
Man, my God. Okay, my brothers and sisters. Um, that notification is letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. This week's spiritual food for thought is 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 more of what I just got finished touching on, um, and I really I just really pray that you allow this scripture to really be food for thought for you on that of your spirit and you meditate on it. This week's spiritual food for thought, even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Now you think about that. Now let me, let, me, let me repeat that again for you. This week's spiritual food for thought. Even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Now, David said, even though I go through the darkest valley, he said, I, I, I will, and I have, and I know I, I, I shall again. He said, I, I will not fear no evil. And why? For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He says, I know that I'm good. You know, you got to read in between that and see what David is saying. David said, they, I, ain't, I ain't worried about nothing. The Lord with me too. He, man, he with me. And that's why David, if you go back up here to the beginning here, that's why David can say, the Lord is my shepherd. Understanding the meaning of what shepherd means. That's why, why you think that, that the sheep, think in the mind of a sheep, I know you might say, this dude, this dude crazy, this bro going crazy. No, think about it for a minute. The sheep see the shepherd. They know they're good. They know they're safe. Because he watches over them. He will give his life to protect them. Now, have, have not Jesus already given his life? Okay. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 23, 1 through 6, and that is found in the NIV. Once again, some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 23, 1 through 6, in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the rest of the week, uh, go over to Facebook. You can find us there as Encouragement Daily Blog. And you can partake of some of the daily encouragement messages that come forth over there. Also, look us up on IG. We're there as Encouragement Daily's Blog. And we're also on Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. Uh, you can also go back over on to Timber. And you'll see us there as Encouragement 
Daily Blog. Now, this week's message, this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm. And we're seated over there. We're rested. We have a nice home there. And we're there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. So, go on all over to Anchor. .fm, that is. And look up Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. All right, my brothers and sisters, I thank you very much. It's about my time, and I'm about getting ready to get up out of here. And I just want to take a moment to thank you once again for setting aside some time to be receiveth of this week's encouraging message. Blessfulness, encouraging from that of the Word of God. I pray that this week's message has been a blessing unto you and that as you share with others that it will be a blessing unto them as well. Don't forget, head on over to anchor.fm. Look for Encouragement Daily Podcast. Go ahead and sign up. You know, it ain't going to cost you nothing. You got to pull out no Ubus. You know, you ain't got to do no Bitcoin. None of you. you ain't got to do none of that stuff. You know, it's absolutely free. You know, just go on over there, subscribe. Hit that bell, hit that whatever it is you need to touch on or sign up or do whatever to get those notifications so that you will know when there's a new episode coming forth. So you can always be in tune to be received of the blessed encouragement from the Word of God. Amen. I thank you once again for your time, blessful patience, and for that of your prayers, uplifting me through the petitions that you send forth to that of thy heavenly Oh my God, the Heavenly Father, into His throne room on my behalf. I am so humble and so blessedly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you very much. So until next time, my brothers and sisters, may the rest of your day be more blessful than the beginning of your day. And may the rest of the week bring joyfulness repeatedly in the presence of joyfulness and protection of that of thy shepherd our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so until next time my brothers and sisters keep your heads up be blessed 